You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have a jam-packed week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on this week. Mercury is changing signs. Mercury is going into its home sign of Virgo. So this can help us become more focused, use our discernment better, and also communicate in a way that's helpful, communicate in a way that's useful to others and ourselves. And speaking of Mercury, this is going to be an active and complex week for this planet. So this is going to be a week where our communication might be a little bit confusing. There might be some harsher conversations and our internal dialogue might be up and down. It may fluctuate at times. So try to be aware of overanalyzing and the way you're coming across to others. Venus and Mars have another busy week, which will feel mixed bag because we have a bunch of harmonious alignments going on, which will help us relationship-wise and finances. But there are a few harder alignments that could cause us to feel unmotivated and uncertain in love and financial matters. The vibes on the graph are absolutely reflecting a lot of these energies. From the first all the way up until the fourth, we have a ton of romantic energy. Again, Venus and Mars, they're going to be connecting with each other harmoniously. We've got a sextile going on with Venus and Mars that will be felt throughout most of the week. Also, because these planets are connecting together, they're connecting together in some harmonious alignments and they are connecting in some harder alignments, which we will feel by the end of the week, which is reflecting the solitude energy on the graph. By the time we get to the fifth, all the way up until about the seventh, we have some solitude energy. We also have a little bit of emotional sensitivity on the sixth. Mars and Venus will connect with Saturn and it can put a bit of a sting in the air. It can cause you to want to be by yourself, have a little bit of time to yourself, need a moment to just really think about what's going on. On within your relationships or financial situations. So it can bring an edgy tone to the week, even though there is still a sliver of romantic energy that's going on around that time. There's a bit of mental energy going on around the fifth too. And with that low amount of mental energy, this could be all about analyzing things, but not having the bandwidth to really go there and over, over analyze things, meaning basically you just don't have the energy to really think of a strategy for yourself. So it can be a day where you're just needing to veg out and just calm your mind as much as possible. Going back to the beginning of the week, even though we have that high amount of romance energy, there are still low amounts of other energies that may pop up. There's a bit of emotional sensitivity that's going on and psychic energy along with solitude. So you could feel more sensitive to energies around the first going into the second. There is some ambitious energy and there's a tiny bit of social energy that's popping up too. The social energy, it's intersecting that solitude and all those other ones. So it could be a day of just dealing with people. Even if you're not in the mood to do so, the beginning of the week is really going to be a lot of focusing on your own efforts other than the relationship stuff, especially with that good luck energy and that motivational energy. The first could be a day where you're feeling more like a go-getter than the rest of the week. It's not to say that the rest of the week you won't have those moments, but the first definitely has the best energy for that, even with some of the sensitive stuff that's popping up. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So the beginning of the week has some off-kilter feelings, especially as we get through the first and the second. Mercury is going to be making a quincunx with Neptune, while Mars is making a conjunction with Uranus. So this day could feel a bit off in some ways, and in other ways, it could feel motivational. With Mercury making that quincunx to Neptune, this is where I was going with the confusion part, or just needing some time to yourself, and also being sensitive to energies. This is why some of that solitude was popping up on the graph. This is why that emotional sensitivity was popping up on the 
the graph. And this is where some of the psychic vibes are popping up. When it comes down to the confusion part, this could be a day where things are just not adding up in terms of your communication with others. Sometimes things don't add up because either someone has misinformation or they are not understanding something and they're conveying it to you and it's coming off wrong. And then there are other times where things are just not adding up because someone's being deceptive and you, you, you can sense it, you can feel it. It's very obvious that this person is lying about something. And there are times where we can't make sense of something. So it's just not adding up. We're just not absorbing the materials if we're learning something or trying to read a document or something like that. So do the best you can to go as slow as possible on this day. Take your time when it comes to important details. Question certain things that seem fishy. Also make sure you're not deceiving yourself because sometimes self-delusion, self-deception can happen with these aspects. It doesn't have to necessarily be someone else doing something wrong to us. It could be us deluding ourselves or being in denial about something. Either way, with this being a quincunx, it does reveal our blind spots. So sometimes things just don't really add up the way they need to and we can't make sense of things. Also, this transit does bring out some psychic vibes to it, but sometimes in a way where you're picking stuff up that's really uncomfortable. And so this may be where some of the emotional sensitivity is going in. If you're psychically and intuitively feeling that something's not quite right, try to listen to your gut and take your time and make sure you're not making the wrong decisions or acting on a place of impulse. And because this is a quincunx, if it isn't something intuition-wise that you're picking up and it's revving up some irrational fear, try to remind yourself that certain things aren't what they seem and try to ground your energy the best way you possibly can. On that same day, Mars is going to make a conjunction with the North Node and Uranus while opposing the South Node, still in a loose square to Mercury. And also, it's still in that square to Saturn. Well, it's applying to that square to Saturn. So we have a grand fixed cross, and I was talking about this last week. Currently, we have celestial bodies in all four fixed signs, and this is what's creating that fixed cross. So we have them in Taurus. We have it in Leo. We have the south node in Scorpio, which is not technically a planet. It's an object, a celestial object connected to the lunar nodes, and we have Saturn in Aquarius. So this is forming that aspect pattern, and we'll have this for a few weeks, as I was mentioning before, and it can bring up some hardcore situations. This is going to put some extra pressure on us to make changes to situations that have been piling up for some time in our lives. Things that have been stagnant for a while may loosen up and sometimes that could be in a harmonious way. Sometimes that could be an uncomfortable way. But either way, Mars coming to this point, conjuncting Uranus and the North Node, opposing the South Node and creating this aspect pattern with Saturn and Mercury, which yeah, Mercury is separating from this, but at some point the Sun is going to come here, Venus is going to come here and again, activate these points. Having Mars there, Mars is an activator. So that can activate all the still energy that needs to be disrupted in some sort of way. But if you've been actively working on these situations, it may not be so harsh. If you haven't, it can be a bit uncomfortable because again, sometimes when something's stagnant and it finally breaks loose, it can be a lot. It can be overwhelming. It can be challenging. It can be very stressful. But I will say the bright side of all of this with the Mars conjunction to Uranus and the North Node, this could be very helpful. Mars is an activator. So this can give you that extra motivation and push that you need and that focus energy to get things done, especially with this all being in Taurus. You could have the stamina to break free from something. Taurus energy is a slow energy, but once it gets moving, there's no stopping it. 
So this can give you the determination to take care of long-standing problems that need a solution that you haven't had a solution to, nor did you have the motivation to take care of. That's where some of that good luck energy is coming in. That's where some of that motivational energy is coming in. So again, even though this may sound very stressful and it can be, this could be a moment where you end up taking an opportunity that you've been sitting on for a while and you're finally ready to take action on it. It doesn't always have to be crazy stuff. This energy can also motivate you to take action on building up your resources. If you, if it's there has been something that you've been sitting on for a while, an idea you've been sitting on for a while, an idea to make passive income or anything like that, this may be the time where you're feeling like, you know what, fuck it, I could do it now. I have the energy. I'm sick of waiting. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of putting everything on the back burner. This is my time to make it happen. So it can be good things. It can be easy things. Obviously, this is not the most easiest energy. It is definitely going to feel in a lot of ways overwhelming, but at the same time, you have the stamina and motivation to do it. So hopefully, this energy revs you up in the best way possible to get out of ruts and to take action on something that's going to give you comfort for the long haul. The next day, the sun's going to make a sesquiquadrate to Neptune. So with this energy, we can feel still hyper from the Mars stuff, but at the same time, somewhat drained from all the other Neptunian stuff. Mercury's still in that quincunx to Neptune, but it's also forming a yod because it's making a quincunx to Pluto. Mercury at the apex point of that yod from Neptune and Pluto. So having the sun with this harsh connection to Neptune is going to inflate more Neptunian situations. So this could be a day where we're feeling extra foggy. This could be a day where we're feeling uncertain about a lot of things, uncertain about ourselves. We can feel like we're lacking direction and also just feeling uncertain about the decisions we're making. So motivation-wise, this may be a day where things fluctuate. We still have all of that energy from Mars and Uranus and all this Mars stuff that's going on. So hopefully it mitigates that. But at the same time, with all of this Neptune contact, making harsher contacts with Mercury and the Sun and also connected with Pluto, we can, we can have a day of feeling drained, unsure, and also dealing with people who come on too strong, dealing with people who have ego issues with the sun and also with Mercury and that quincunx with Pluto. We need to be aware of deceptive behavior from others. We need to be aware of, again, what I was saying about the first, deluding ourselves in some way. So do the best you can when this energy hits. Try to stay clear. Try to walk away from situations if you have the luxury to in terms of having power struggles with people or debative conversations because it brings that up as well or people who try to overpower you in communication. So it's funky energy for sure. At least the saving grace that day is Venus is making a sextile to Uranus and Venus is also making a sextile to Mars because a lot of these alignments are connected right now due to the way these planets are spacing out and transiting through the sky. We're having some connections that are definitely great. We're having some connections that are coming in the nick of time. We have some uncomfortable ones, of course, for sure, like I talked about, but this Mars-Venus-Uranus combo is amazing and exactly what we need. With all the uncertainty in the air, this combination between Mars, Uranus, and Venus, also the North Node connecting with all of that, is really helpful when it comes down to our relationship and finances. This could be a time where we're able to make sudden changes when it comes down to situations in our love life for our benefit. In other words, we're heading down the right path in our love life. So if you're single, this could be a time where you're making sure you're opening yourself up to the right types. So you're changing the way you date, you're changing the way you approach things within your love life and doing a complete overhaul to the system you've been using in terms of your dating life. So this may be a period where you're going after different types. You're not going after the same types. You're breaking patterns or a stubborn cycle when it comes down to your dating life. And now you're ready to have something new and improved for yourself and a new approach overall to how you let people in. If you're in a healthy relationship, this could be a really healing time. This could be a time where you guys are revamping the way you do things, the way you communicate and really working 
working on being more empathetic in the relationship with Venus being in Cancer and working on just more commitment and more steadiness in the relationship with Mars and Uranus being in Taurus. But you're going in a direction that's healthier and it's going to be more sustainable for your love life. This could also be a period where, again, you're working on your resources. You're working on what's going to bring you comfort. You're working on what's going to bring you that security you need. You know, a lot of ways people don't think about emotional security when it comes down to finances, but that does affect your emotions. So with this Venus being in Cancer, this could be a period where you're looking for emotional security when it comes down to the job. You're looking for something that ignites your passion and looking for something that makes you feel like you're making a difference. But either way, you're looking for ways to find a work-life balance. You're looking for ways to nurture yourself, nurture your family, nurture your home life, your personal life. And all of that's going to be very important within this energy. So this is fantastic for fixing things with your finances and getting your personal life, your love life, and all of those things in check. By the time we get to the third, Mercury enters its home sign of Virgo. And this is an interesting situation because Mercury is going to end up going retrograde in its home sign. It's not going to go into shadow until about the 24th of August. So this Mercury will start slowing down a bit instead of speeding through Virgo. I mean, it'll go somewhat fast, but we're going to have a little bit more time in Virgo as we get back into October once this planet retrogrades back into its home sign. So Mercury will go retrograde at 8 Libra around September 9th and then go direct around the 2nd of October and then it'll head back into Virgo. So so we have an extended stint in Virgo. The Mercury retrogrades this year have been hybrids. As soon as they hit the late degrees of the Earth signs, they go into pre-shadow and then they go to the early stages of air signs, then retrograde back into the Earth signs. So we have a back and forth. This is the last Mercury retrograde this year that we have that will be a combo of Earth and air. The last one we'll have will be Mercury and Capricorn and that will fully be in Capricorn. But enough of that for now. And can we take this moment to enjoy the fact that Mercury is going to be in one of its home signs? In the meantime, we get to enjoy the vibes of Mercury and Virgo, which is going to help us strengthen our analytical skills, be able to focus on things that really require a lot of attention from us, help us with the gift of discernment when it comes down to decision making, and honestly, really just getting our shit together and becoming more organized. So if you needed an excuse to get your life in order, get on some sort of routine, this is going to give you the mental sharpness to do so. This is going to give you the mental bandwidth to do so. This is going to help you clean up the unsightly things in your life and have a life with less chaos going on. So people tend to refine themselves during Mercury and Virgo times. The great things with this is people tend to be more mannerly within this energy communication wise. I'm not saying that there's a chance that people won't get out of pocket within this energy, but people tend to mind their manners, mind their business, be more careful and deliberate about the way they speak and say things. So this is going to be really helpful for having more intentional conversations with others and more conversations where people are trying to be helpful rather than be at opposition with you. This gets our minds thinking about how we can be more useful in terms of being useful within our own life and useful when it comes down to others. We look at ways to tweak our habits so we can have a more healthy healthier lifestyle. In other words, if you've been looking for a way to get on a regimen, this is going to be the perfect time. Virgo is a sign of routine. So mentally, this might be the time where you're ready to start that sort of plan because you have the patience to do it and you have the focus to do so. And we get more of an urge to do research on what's better for us, what's healthy for us, what's going to be good for our bodies, what's going to be good for our minds, what's going to be good for our home and just lifestyle overall. Our mind just gets so focused on self-improvement that 
this is going to be great if that's something that you've been wanting to incorporate within your life. This gives us the ability to solve problems pretty quickly and with precision. So if there's something that you've been trying to understand, something that you, something that's so complex that it requires a lot of mental bandwidth, you're going to have the focus to do so. You're going to have the focus to, to solve complexities with a lot more precision than usual. And speaking of, this gives us the ability to take a step back and be more observant. In other words, sometimes we need to just watch things. Sometimes we need to observe things. Sometimes we just need to examine things before we open our mouths, before we make any decisions, before we make, before we blindly trust someone, because Virgo is the sign of discernment. Virgo is a sign that looks at everything with a fine tooth comb to make sure the unsightly things won't be a problem down the line. So this could be a time where you're going through everything with a fine tooth comb to make sure it's not going to be a problem later. You're better at retaining the facts or seeing patterns in certain situations. You're able to figure out the best route to take for yourself that's not going to be problematic later. And you're able to use better judgment when it comes down to people so that way you're not running into situations. Also, this is great for just brushing up on things that you need to brush up on for yourself, whether that's dusting off your resume or presenting yourself in a way that's going to be appealing to others. And if there's something that you're working on that you need to be the best at, this is going to be great for putting in the long hours so that way you can become an expert in your craft, whatever that might be for you. Of course, even though this is one of those transits that's excellent for helping us get our shit together, there is a lower vibration with this. You definitely want to be aware that you're not going too hard in terms of over-observing things, over-analyzing things, or just becoming a type A personality overall. You want to make sure if you're not getting something right, if something's not 110%, that you're not beating yourself up because this is the type of energy where we deal with imposter syndrome, we deal with harsh inner dialogue, and we become our own worst critic. And you want to be careful with that because within this energy, that can happen very easily. Ask anyone who has a lot of Virgo placements and they'll tell you straight out, this is one of those signs where it's great for doing a lot of things, but when it comes down to yourself, you may be harder on yourself than you really need to be. Try to make sure you're not emotionally shutting down. Try to make sure your anxiety levels are balanced as possible or you're curbing things that can activate your anxiety because it can pop up very easily in this energy as well. And also try to make sure you're not becoming too obsessive with your routine. Try to make sure you're not getting too extensive when it comes down to your health. Obviously, everything in moderation, even healthy lifestyles have to be done in moderation. So you just want to make sure you're not overdoing it because sometimes that can put us in a place where we're not on the healthy end of taking care of ourselves and it becomes disordered behavior, disordered eating and things like that. So yeah, this energy in itself can be intense, um, but the positive attributes of this ingress completely outweigh that. Anytime you have a sign going into a planet, there's always going to be a shadow side. But if we stay balanced, we'll be able to capitalize on all the positive attributes Mercury and Virgo has to offer us. And speaking of being stuck in your head, Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Chiron. So with this energy, you definitely want to make sure you are stopping yourself in any way you can or checking yourself in any way you can if you're overthinking. This is a mixed bag energy. In terms of our thought processes, we may have a tendency to ruminate over the past or dwell on things that we couldn't fix. Dwell on areas where we were embarrassed about something and, you know, there's no resolving it because it's in the past but we're feeling self-conscious about it. We're feeling our imperfections harder than normal. So it's bringing up a harsh inner critic in us and we have to stay as balanced as we possibly can. Perfectionism is just going to stop you in your tracks. Nothing can be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. That saying perfect is the enemy of good enough is really a true statement. And so if you're feeling like that, just know that everyone makes mistakes. So cut yourself as much slack as possible and look for healthy coping mechanisms to get through this type of energy. So the fifth and throughout 
about the weekend, we have some harder alignments with Venus and Mars. Venus is making a quincunx with Saturn on the 5th, and Mars is making a square with Saturn on the 7th. So relationship-wise, finance-wise, throughout the weekend, it may be a weekend where we're dealing with things that are harder than we normally like to deal with. With Venus and this quincunx to Saturn, this can bring up situations where we're looking at relationships that lack passion, we're looking at relationships that lack any sort of romantic connection, or maybe we're at a place where we're just losing interest in someone because of the lack of emotional stability in the in the relationship itself. We're coming up to a point where we're seeing we're not on the same page as this person, and so we're needing to make some sort of strategy for ourselves in terms of where we're headed and where we're going relationship-wise, and if we can even sustain a relationship like this. This could also bring up issues with work when it comes down to that type of stuff as well, where we're not getting appreciated, we're not getting fulfilled through the work we're doing, and also there may be just certain things when it comes down to money within this job where something's being held over your head in terms of extra money, bonuses, and promotions, and so this can bring up a power struggle energy in a lot of ways. This does bring up fears of intimacy and past rejection as well, so it can be a funky energy, and so throughout the weekend we can be feeling this in terms of our finances and our love life. And then by the 7th, Mars, which is still connected to Venus because these guys are traveling together in a way like they did, well not like they did in the beginning of the year, the beginning of the year they were conjunct one another, but they're currently in this sextile pattern with one another, separating from one another one another. So Mars combined with this connection to Saturn that Venus is making, this is going to cause some issues when it comes down to impulsivity in relationships, in romantic situations, in job situations, and also situations where there may be someone who's in a higher position than you, someone who's more of an authority than you. You can find yourself squaring off with that person. So if you're feeling really emotional, try not to make any impulsive moves. Try to wait for the right moment to make any sort of action plan. Try to make sure you're not coming off in a way that's bratty because this can backfire within this energy. Even when situations are tough, and I hate to say this to people, use as much patience as possible, especially with all this harsh energy, because at the end of the day, you're not going to necessarily get your way. You're going to hit a brick wall, and there may be some consequences because of it. So if you can avoid consequences as much as possible, that is the best route to go for yourself, because otherwise, this can definitely end in arguments, disputes, It could end in doing something risky that costs you either, you know, a relationship you may be ready, you may want to leave, but you're not ready to leave just yet. It may cost you a job that, you know, you're you're wanting to leave, but you're not ready to leave at this very moment. So try to be as patient as possible. Sit there with your hands neatly folded. Just try, try, try not to react from an emotional place. So yeah, this energy this weekend is definitely gnarly. And again, with some of this fixed sign energy we have going on, it could be a situation that's been building up for a while and you're ready to bust loose and break free and it may not be the time to do so. So make sure you have a proper strategy. And if you're trying to end something, make sure you have a proper exit plan before leaving anything. So yeah, I hope you guys all have the best week ever. Later, guys.